0: Hey, it's the SWP Podcast. Thanks for being with us. It's presented by All Insurance Ontario, Jim K. Ford and Pico Pizza. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house? How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Pico is Ottawa's fresh, new, innovative take on pizza. Step up to the bar, order your pizza masterpiece, building from 56 fresh ingredients, then in classic Neapolitan style, they slide your custom thin crust beauty into a 1,000 degree oven for 90 seconds. Moments later, you're enjoying those rich, delicious Pico flavors. Unlimited toppings, $14. Pico, 170 Metcalf or 236 Richmond Road. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership For years, Jim K. has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions. From the small delivery vans right up to the powerful F750 and everything in between. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know, and they can likely get it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford. Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. The Steve Warren Project sports and whatever in the 2020 masters the long awaited masters has a long awaited champion in Dustin Johnson. I really drove the ball really well from from there to the house and yeah you know, obviously it's a tough day it's it's always tough to get it done in a major um, no matter how good you're playing it's just It's hard. I was nervous all day. I could feel it. I mean, you know, the Masters to me is, you know, it's the biggest tournament. It's the one that I wanted to win the most. And so, yeah, I mean, I felt it all day. And, you know, I'm just very proud of the way I handled myself and the way way I finished off the golf tournament. everyone, welcome to the SWP, coming at you daily. It's our podcast about sports and whatever, and we have a great sports moment right there. Dustin Johnson, your Masters champion. Those clips courtesy of CBS Television. It is Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome, who would count DJ among his group of friends. And Jimmy, I won't even ask how you are. I'm certain you're a happy, emotional mess right now as Dustin Johnson wins the Masters at a record 20 under par today.
1: Oh man, oh man. Hang on, Stevie. Yeah, there we go. Sorry. Was
0: what was that? Tucking
1: that 20. I was just tucking that 20 down into my pocket.
0: Oh, thank yeah. god. I thought you were doing something untoward. <laughs> <laughs> like you're really excited about that win. Really happy. <laughs> you know, it, you um you you think you're tough,
1: you know, you think you're tough and uh I watched I I watched that thing. I've well, you know, and I I I know him. I mean, we're not we're not the best of friends, but but we're friends and uh so my heart and nervousness is—it was all about this thing, and uh, I spent the whole morning. It was seven thirty in the morning here, of course, and I stay up so freaking late. I couldn't sleep, and uh, I was going, "Why can't I sleep?" Right,
0: and, I, and it was because of this stupid final round. It's probably one of the first pools I've ever been in where I was cheering against myself because yeah, right. I, I, right. I knew right in—I knew right away if, if Dustin wins, then I lose. And at the same time though, because I know, you know, you guys are tight and, uh, I don't know, I just feel kind of like by osmosis that, uh, that I should be cheering for Dustin Johnson. And, uh, and I'm glad I did. It was a, it was a great afternoon of theater. Did you see that neat montage of all the past winners? Uh, a big video with beautiful yes. music just, just before the Butler cabin, uh, interviews and such. And then the presentation of the green jacket Tiger to DJ. Like that right. has you given a big lump in your throat. And then for you, then the, suddenly the camera cuts to a guy, you know, that must've been cool. Yeah. I was, uh, it was so cool. It, it was, uh, I, I just loved it. I wish, I wish everyone
1: could experience how lucky I've been in my life to, to know these world-class freaking athletes, you know, and, and to, and to feel a connection to them. Um, but I think everyone does, you know, the masters, um, I was, you know, I was texting a couple of chicks today too. And they're, you know, they're crying and, and, um, it, it, it gives you an idea, Steve, uh, really how big sports is, you know, when, when you see Dustin, <laughs> Dustin isn't the greatest example of, uh, of someone expressing what it means to them. Cause he's such a low reactor, you know, which is yeah. a conversation in itself. It's like, Okay, how much of a low reactor can he be, right? Because everyone says that, right? They make fun of him, his slow draw, you know, his slow pace, the way he walks. And so everyone's like, yeah, but how is he on the final round of the Masters when he's leading? Well, as a matter of fact, he walked a little slower. <laughs> you know, it was like, it it really is this unbelievable, unique deal for someone who's the number one guy in the world. Don't play poker with that guy. Don't play poker with him. Yeah, for sure who's about to win the, the, the dream come true tournament. You know, when you talked about that montage, one of the great ones was when they went to all these guys in Butler cabin, when they went to Bubba Watson, I thought one of the guys, I forgot what he had said and he won the thing. And and of course, Jim Nance is going, so give us your feeling, you know, they can never, we all know what they want to get to, but, and, and he said, I don't know. My, my dreams never went this far, you know? Right, you know, They never went this deep. And uh, it, it was just an amazing, an amazing day. And, and uh, I was, the, the great one was FaceTiming me through the whole round. Okay. I, I don't know if he was, he was pacing. He was, <laughs> I,
0: I mean, I can't imagine being the, the guy's father-in-law, you know. Can we say, can we maybe explore that for a second? Like, like, did, did, did Wayne sell his soul to the devil or something? Like the life that guy's had, I think to myself, just in general, wouldn't it be cool, like, if your son-in-law won the Masters, how exciting that would be? And, and what a long shot that would be that, you know, your son-in-law, of all people, wins the Masters? And then I get to thinking yeah. to myself, well, Wayne Gretzky. Wait a minute. Wayne Gretzky, who's already had, oh, just a couple of athletic achievements and blessings in his life. It's Wayne Gretzky who is the Masters champion's father-in-law. That, to me, is just unbelievable. Right. And, and the other thing with gretz is
1: it, it's his second favorite sport he knows golf he plays golf he loves it you know so he and he has an and he's and he so he has an idea well more than an idea you know he has a, of of what it's what it must be like to to try and win a golf tournament you know to and to win the big one to win the Stanley Cup to win the super Bowl the NBA, you know um so it's you know golf is unique in that way where you've got you know nine 90 guys coming at you right from the start and then half that for the rest of the day. And, um, you know, he was, he was texting and, and, uh, I was laughing. Some of the stuff I can't read, <laughs> uh, um, whammo, you know, when, when he drops putts we're we're right on it back and forth, we, there must be 50 texts that we had. And then I said, when he drops a putt, when he, when he, when he makes a putt for birdie or a long putt, I said, how many texts do you get? <laughs> right because for sure i'm not the <laughs> only guy texting him right and he, he goes i don't know a thousand right <laughs> <Like his> full- <laughs> and then on uh on we're on, so we're doing like play by play and then when it when it starts to get into his grasp and i want to talk about the the beginning of the round but when it got down to it now he's coming to the final par five on 15 and uh he's got a three or four shot lead then um, so it's never enough, right. It's just never enough on that golf course or any major golf course. And he pulls it left and I'm going, is he going to try and hook one or I hope he doesn't hook one around the green. And he laid up on, on, on number 13, the first mm-hmm. reachable par five in the back nine, uh, super smart play, super smart, patient play. Um, and then, and, and I said, to Gretz, I'm going, don't tell me, don't tell me he's going to try and whip this around the pine tree and get up there in two. He said, don't you tell me that because he ain't my son-in-law if he doesn't lay up. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) He's not my son-in-law. So anyway, you know, the the unique thing about the Masters, Stevie, and, and we can compare the Masters to the other three majors, the British Open, the PGA, and the US Open. The U.S. Open is is totally unique in the sense that um, not very many people can go low in a U.S. Mm-hmm. Open. The way it's set up, always they they, they design it that way, and you're never going to see guys shooting seven and eight under on a U.S. Open, right? Guys have won it over par. They you know they <coughs> they claim they want to keep it around even par. Tiger did something extraordinary one year at Pebble Beach, but that's the way the U.S. Open is. So not only can't guys go very low in the U.S. Open. But they can go really high, you know, tons of guys in the U.S. Open go shoot 78 and 79, you know, because it's just a murderous setup. British Open, it can be like that, too, right? You get in these pothole bunkers and, and these fallaway greens and stuff like that. And the PGA is tough. The, the really interesting thing about the Masters is not many guys are going to go high. Not many guys are going to shoot 75, 76. And if you do, you're out of it. OK, but if you look at the leaderboard today and, and as a matter of fact, congratulations, uh, Corey Connors, the top 12 and ties make it in uh, to the
0: Masters again in April, which was nine under. OK, so 12 places, nine under. Yeah. And he also, by the way, he also had uh, the lowest round by a Canadian in Masters history, seven under sixty-five on Saturday. So that was great. Yeah, t- totally cool. And
1: Mike Weir made the cut, uh, you know, and played out. Um, so you, you have this event. Where, uh, you know, you got a four or five shot lead. Those guys aren't, you know, so he's minus 16 going into today. Minus 12 were the, you know, Cameron Smith and M. And, you know, I think your buddy was in there, Justin Thomas. So you you absolutely know that those guys aren't going to be any worse. You know, and, and probably going to shoot two, three under. Pro- might shoot, Steve, seven or eight under on that golf course. So it's it's... You, you can't hope for guys
0: going bad. They're just not going to. They're just not going to go really bad. Well, you
1: know, Answer did. That That poor guy went bad. Yeah, but.
0: You have to look at Tiger, though, right? Tiger's, <laughs> Tiger's maybe the exception. That uh, Being seven over on that 12th hole, that's a definition of, of going bad. That's a par three. He, he fires a 10 on the 12th hole, and so drops a full sleeve of Bridgestones into Ray's Creek, and that was at least one exception to what you're talking about, but well, I fully agree with you.
1: Yeah, but yeah, he made ten. Okay, so he's like he's out of the tournament. By the way, he comes back and birdies four in a row after that, or birdies five of the five time. of the last six, I think. Yeah, so so it makes for it makes for this wildly exciting Sunday, you know, and and when so Dustin tees off, uh, you know, he, he pars one, uh, so two is the very reachable par four, and he he pushes it right to the green, has to flip it over two traps, and chunks it into the trap, you know, and then going whoops, and the other kids make a birdie. So this Cameron Smith and the other guy there so whammo two shots now gone, right, and that's what happens at this master's It's just every every single hole someone can make a birdie u s open not so much, not so much, right you're watching this thing going, okay, pal, just don't make double yep. you know even <laughs> if you're cheering for a guy, it's like don't hit it in the freaking rough, you know you're de- but here you can hit it over you know over the you know, over the rough a little bit and get there. There's two cuts of rough and stuff. And and the course laid down a little bit, right? Yep. Dustin even admitted. He shoots twenty under, which is a record. Um, you know, which is two fifty-eight total. And uh is that two fifty eight? was well, seventy two times was two two eighty eight. So two sixty-eight. Um and and Cameron Smith, who's in the hunt there, but got extremely lucky. I don't know if you watched all of it, Steve, or not, but Cameron Smith was hitting it all over the charts and into the pine straw and everything and had openings, had openings all the time. And, uh,
0: so it was like the the little prick just wouldn't go away. Well, how about (laughs) his stat? The first guy in master's history to be in the sixties, all four rounds. No one's ever done that.
1: Yeah. And it looked like 80 kind of, you know, uh, um, anyway, that, so that's what makes this thing. You got, you, you just can't, you can't let up, you know, it's like, if you if you're in the US open, then you gotta you gotta I guess to a certain degree you can't let up either. You uh s you got a five shot lead with three holes to go. You know, if, if 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 you just coast, you know, you're gonna win by five. But five shot lead there, if someone catches fire, you know, on the on the thirteenth tee with two par fives and 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 you know, short par fours. Uh, it's just, I, that's what I felt anyway, sitting there watching it going, no, no, no. I don't hear a door slamming yet. I don't hear a door slamming. Well, I
0: think you were more, Um, you obviously had more, more of a vested interest than 99.9% of the listeners listening in right now. My feeling was I, I never really got a sense that Dustin Johnson was in any trouble. I think if you, the only way you could talk yourself into that, well, in your case, for example, you really, really wanted him to win, but you also could look back at DJ's history and he's had some 54-hole demons that he's had to conquer, obviously. And uh, that was obviously a tournament that he most wanted to win. He talked about that in Butler's Cabin. And I, I really never got, as just a random observer, a sense that he was in in trouble at any stage. And it was neat to watch, though, because he has had those sort of final round meltdowns where he looked like he he has had things under control. And obviously, that served him well today. Like, losing can, losing can sometimes be the best teacher, which is a weird thing to say about a guy with 24 PGA wins. Um, but he had top 10s at four straight appearances at the Masters, 6th, 4th, 10th, and 2nd, and then finally gets it done. And I think that those losses served him well today. And listen, he had, a, he had a couple
1: of rule infractions that cost him majors, you know, in his lifetime. And that that could
0: take a guy mm-hmm. down. I think he's going to be really hard to beat moving forward now. Now that he has that Masters win, again, he only has, he has 24 PGA wins, which is unbelievable, uh, and still so much racetrack in front of him. But now that he's got that Masters win, I feel like he's – I mean, I know there's lots and lots of great players on the PGA Tour, but uh, I think he's going to be a beast for the next decade now. I think that guy has always had swagger, but I feel like now he's he's convinced himself that he can lock something down. And he sure did that today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, to look at hockey, right. It's when those guys start to win Stanley cups, you know, the, the Canadians, yeah. New York Islanders, the Oilers, right. They, they, they just, I know talking to a few of those guys in the Oilers heyday, right. It's like, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. They'd say, you know, but we just, we just don't think we're ever going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't. We just come into an arena going, you know, they used to joke going, who wants to, who wants to, Get a couple points tonight, you know. Throw him on Gretz's line. Throw him with Yari. Throw him with you know Mess. And, and I get that same picture that you know. Forget you bring up some good stats there, but if you go really, if you take a deep dive with Dustin Johnson, you're you're going to look at every tournament that he played in, uh, the 24 that he's won, and all the other ones you're going to. Oh my God, he was third there.
0: You know, he was the PGA, was fourth or something. U.S. Open? No, he's had his stats now at the, uh, in terms of his finishes, his best finishes. He's now got two. He's won two of them now, the Masters and the U.S. Open. But at the PGA Championship at the British Open, he's got second-place finishes there. So he's, uh, he's always yeah. hanging around, <laughs> always. It's crazy good, crazy good, yeah. you know. And the, the frustrating thing will be,
1: you know, it's interesting because Bryson DeChambeau, right, was supposed to be the story and when the idiot came out and said uh, you know i this course is a par 67 yeah. you know so let us talk about that for did i drop my pen here i just want to do some i want to do some quick math steve okay so if let's just run with that okay let's say 68 too by the way bryson okay let's just go that you're going to the par 5s or par 4s okay there's four of them let's do it so we drop par 72 goes to your par is 68 okay well your your scoring average is probably or something like that might be lower right because he's so good so let's say your scoring average is three under par right it's going to be right in there so that means you're shooting 65 if you just you know if you play your average game okay so that's uh that's seven under all right seven under uh times four you're going to shoot 28 under you know what? Do you want to regroup on that statement? <laughs> do you want to regroup on that comment for a second, Bryson? Remember when he said that? Like oh, yeah. In, in his uh, And
0: I, I was thinking, yeah. my God. I, I hit Adar in here. Yeah, that's that uh, sounds like Brooks Kepka kind of talk. Like, that endears you to no one. I, I, I was shocked that he went there. He's obviously got bravado and and confidence in himself, but don't put stuff out there like that. And you know what? It, it, karma always comes back to bite you. If I saw it once, I saw it, you know, 100 times on social media whether it was Thursday or Friday, it was like a post of uh, that read, a live look at Deshambo out there dominating Augusta, and it was Deshambo and about 30 other people looking for his ball in the, in the bushes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. What, what, what you should watch for, though, is the two, two things here. The reason that's uh, 20 under. One is because of the time, time of year. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and once again, Steve, the, the 20 under, you know, Dustin said the course laid down a little bit, right. The greens were holding, they weren't the treacherous, hard, hard, hard greens that uh, they normally are with the, with, you know, the, the putts broke less because the, the grass is a little longer, right. Cause it is, which, which makes it easier to putt, right. Yeah. You, you know, you've had that putt with the diving oh, break, yeah. right. On a, on a freaking marble hard surface, right. It's like, I, I, I don't want a four putt,
0: <laughs> give me a three putt and I'm out. Y'all said so the pine needles in the bunkers were also a factor. I don't know if that would, would muck you up too bad, but it, it might get in your head a little bit. I've never seen a, a Augusta track like that where so many of the bunkers, at least today, because that's what I watch the most of, um, was just littered with pine needles. Right. Uh, so there, So there's that, okay, that the, the course played easier.
1: Even Dustin said that in Butler Cabin. Uh, the second thing, again, is no crowds, Steve. Yep. You know, so you get... You get, like, if you look at those, you know, those numbers, they, they, they gave it a good run, you know, Cameron Smith. They lose by five, but it was right till the last four or five holes, right? It's, a, it's not like Dustin poured it on, uh, you know, he was so steady. Um, so the no crowds is a big thing. It's all these young guys like Cameron Smith, that kid who's 22 years old, the Japanese kid, a Korean kid. Um, you, you know, it's easier for them. It's easier for them without the crowd. Watch, watch in April now, Steve. They're, they're going to do it on the regular time now in 140 days or something. The guys at Augusta, first of all, the course will be much harder because of the time of year. Secondly, they're going to look at this thing and go, We don't want this shit here. We don't want guys shooting 15, 16, 17 under, you mm-hmm. know? And, and they're going to, you know, who knows what they might do. They, they finally might go with really long, rough. Uh,
0: they can't change the length of the course. They just don't have time. But Well, maybe the crowds will affect things. You know, having, having physical eyeballs on you. Yeah, I'm saying, in the, you know, if if your desire is to, oh, I have 20 under, that won't do. You know, maybe maybe galleries or the absence of galleries, the patrons, as they like to say, their absence may have helped all the leaders today. Um, it's hard to hard to yeah. know for sure. I mean, they all know, they're all cognizant of the fact that there are cajillions of people watching on CBS, but there's nobody physically on the course. By comparison, there's a few people around, but maybe... Maybe uh, the, the presence of galleries and the pressure that goes with that, knowing that everybody's watching, physically watching, um, maybe that can muck with you on a few shots over the course of the day where Dustin's minus 20 or everybody else's, um, you know, turns into something else. Yeah, there's no doubt, Steve, there's no doubt in golf
1: that the less pressure you have on you, the better you're going to play. Agreed. Okay, the less stress, the less you know, the the less mental anguish that that you got going. The more relaxed you are in golf, the better you're going to play. That's not the case in all sports, you know. You know, boxing, for example. If you're too relaxed, you're going to get killed, right? <laughs> if you don't move around in fear, you know. So, you know, how do you how do you lessen the nerves? Right? People people are going to want to get inside Dustin Johnson's head, you know, to see how how he does it. And today he said he's nervous. It's the first time I've ever heard him say that. All day, you know, and. Yeah. So I'll get calls to give you an idea of what, if if they don't have any pressure on them, what those guys can do. Um, It's not uncommon that I'll get a call. He plays Sherwood a lot. Okay. In LA, he goes out there. He's got a home there, I think in, in the same hood in Sherwood um, where Russ lives and and Wayne. And he plays Sherwood all the time when he's there. And it's not uncommon that I'll get a call uh, from the great one wearing on the course. And he goes, is eight under pretty good through 11, (laughs) you know, uh, where he's out there having fun. He can, he can do anything. He can do anything, you know? uh, So the crowds have something to do
0: with that, with those low numbers. I think even a hacker, the average hacker who goes out, I don't know if anybody ever goes out and golfs on their own, but if you ever end up doing that where you just, you know, want to golf so badly, you get out there and you play on your own and no one's watching just you and it's unbelievable how well you play. You're not worried about impressing anyone or having guys chirp you and you're over the ball. And every single time, if you know, I've only probably done that five times in my life, but go out and play like nine by myself. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a totally different player. You're looking around, right? You're looking around. Going,
1: Can anyone see what's going on here? You know, it's the best <laughs> I've ever played. I'm killing yeah. it over here. Does anybody
0: want to look at my card?
1: Yeah. If you want to test yourself in golf, just to give you an idea. Of, okay, show to give you an example of how pressure uh, happens to any golfer, okay? So you and I are standing on a tee, Steve, and it's a 150-yard wide fairway, okay? And so that's forever, okay? That's like a mile wide, okay? Uh-huh. And wide, nothing in front of between you and you're going to hit. I go, how far are you going to hit your 7-iron? You're going, I can hit it. You know, I can hit 160 yards or 165 yards, whatever. And I go, okay, get up there and hit it at 165 yards you know, you got to carry it 165. No problem. You could do it all day. Now let's go on a tee where it's 162 yards of water. Okay. And, and all water and you got to hit it over that water and you got to hit it 165 yards. Yeah, You're not going to do it. <laughs> it's like, right. Same shot. Yeah. Same swing, same ball. It's going to, well, wait a minute here. <laughs> I got yeah. Make sure you hit it, Steve. Cause if you don't, you're not going to get it
0: over the wall. You know, it's, it's- I found it reassuring that Dustin Johnson, like you said, you know, was nervous. There's a guy with 24 PGA wins. He's now got two majors. He already had one major under his belt. Uh, and yet he said, I was nervous all day. Like we are talking about the golfer who I think most people would agree uh, shows less nerves than maybe anybody who's ever played the sport at an elite level. Like he is rock solid, seems to be, totally calm but it just goes to show that and that's what i was talking about earlier where he'd be a great poker player because he i mean he just looks like so calm out there and yet he's a bundle of nerves just like uh, so many other golfers would be and uh tremendous tremendous performance under those circumstances he never steve he never never fist pumps
1: uh and never cracks a smile never cracks a smile when he's out there look at Look at, uh, you know, you, you, that's interesting you say that too. Because look at John Rom, okay? You're gonna watch John Rom play a round of golf, okay? You yeah. Say he's in the hunt, like he wasn't this thing, right? He was right in there till today. If you watch him play, you're gonna go, dude, you gotta settle down, man, okay? You gotta, <laughs> yeah. you, you know what, Romy? You gotta calm down, dude. There's more golf to play here. You know, you gotta get up Rami. and hit another. Sh- you know what I mean? Like he's a maniac, right? He's a <laughs> oh, maniac. yeah, he's comparatively volcanic, I'd say. Sure sure exactly you know where he's screaming and yelling and i mean he's not annoying but but it's just the total difference and and maybe that's what holds that guy back but you can't help it you know you can't you can't help it it's how dustin i don't never fist bump never smile never you know i'm not saying he should
0: whatever you got going on dusty you know okay how do you do it man you know how do you do it but he's nervous by his standards but it's probably not that nervous compared to 99.9% 99.9% of the population. I want to talk about Phil Mickelson as well. In a couple of cases, he kind of had the DeChambeau thing going on as well. I think he said after the Friday round that I'm hitting it like a stallion off the tee. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? a boy, Phil. And then, and then he goes out like on Saturday, I think he was seven over or something like that. It's like, um, where's your stallion? And at one point, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Um, he's like almost 80 yards up off the green and he busts out his putter. Oh, did he? I didn't see that. Sometimes. I mean, he just sometimes goes kablooey on tilt. Yeah. And, and he came up way short. uh, didn't get it on the green or anything like that, but uh, his theory was just, you know, he didn't feel like he'd get it, get it close if if he used like a a wedge or something like that. But he just, I've never seen anything like that. Uh, Even with hackers out there, 80 yards off the green, and he blasts a putter up there hoping that it'll you know it'll take the grain of the green and hopefully get close i just didn't hit it hard enough it's like dude yeah that's the he, whole point of why you don't putt on the long stuff because it's really hard to judge your distance well it's cuz he's a bit of a suck you know he he do you remember last
1: year or the year before a couple of years ago maybe 2 3 years ago now in the us open that he hit a moving putt intentionally cuz he was so he was so yes. disgusted with the speed of the greens and and that he he had to end up apologizing out there because he, he he was, he just had a hissy fit, right? Had a little bit of a yeah. stuck attack. And it wouldn't surprise me if that's why he's doing that. You know, Arnie and Jack would pull him aside if he was a young golfer doing that and go, hey, hey, pal, don't make a mockery of yep. this game. You're not bigger than the game, you know? And, and so he well, once in a while, he does that, you know, he's a bit of a knob once in a while. I mean, I love Phil. The fans love Phil, but he
0: can be a bit of a knob. It's a bit of an odd move, Phil. He hit that putter like a stallion to- <laughs> <laughs> That was just so biz- so bizarre. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, to finish up on the Masters, and I know there's a good chunk of you, good listener, I know there's a good chunk of you who are probably ready to move on from golf cuz this is a third episode in a row where we've gone right. hard, but it's the Masters after all, so I hope you'll uh, bear with us if you're not a golf and there's fan and no we'll get back to Sorry. Yeah, Uh, we'll get back to more general sports uh, coming up tomorrow. But uh, it was, uh, I thought it was kind of a, a neat thing with Paulina coming out to greet Dustin and they're holding hands as they walk toward the scorer's tent. And basically they had a conversation that was very much like any busy young couple you know, trying to figure out, okay, what's happening with the kids? Are we going to get dinner later? It was like, <laughs> right. I, I, th- I was I like, you guys that. are kajillion. Don't you have like a posse of people handling this? And Pauline is like, okay, well, I'll take the kids home and I'll catch you after. And you get some media stuff right now. What are we going to do? And so I thought that was kind of a neat conversation. Uh, no matter how much money you got, you still got to deal with all the... uh uh, the scheduling and the busy stuff that uh, young totally. families do—that that was neat. Totally, and and the, I because I, I wrote that down to, to bring that
1: up, because here's the other here's the other thing, and 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 Paulina, I was at the PGA uh, in St. Louis, and uh, with Wayne and Janet, we went and watched Dustin play, and he um, when uh, G- Brooks Kepka won it in St. Louis, and Paulina's speaking of slipping under the radar there, right? She doesn't she doesn't come around the golf course too much. She doesn't. Uh, and not because you're not interested, uh, but, she, but she just doesn't. And then when I, I I totally understand what you're saying because I was laughing my head off going, okay, I'll get the kids, we'll get the car, I'll go back to the house. Remember she's saying, I'll go back to yep. the house. You have media stuff to do. Okay, well, it's, this isn't media stuff, okay? This is the number one traditional media thing in the history of the game. It's the ceremony of Butler Cabin. Okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like, no, you'd be no, banished we, you from gotta,
0: forever if you decided
1: to skip it for whatever reason. Yeah. Right. I'll get it next time. You know? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, that was, and she had her master's greens on, right? Adidas set her up there. He's a, he's sponsored by Adidas. Uh, and she had the little green Adidas top on Stevie in the master's color. Yep. yep.
0: And there's the, the iconic photo now. Um, and if you haven't seen it, it will become iconic. I'm sure of Dustin finally winning his first Masters. You see that uh, both uh, he and uh, Paulina are walking off the green heading toward the scorer's tent and you've got Dustin with his big gigantic mitt uh down low and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh no, I didn't see that. Oh that Oh yeah. I yeah, oh, love yeah. that. Yeah. Yes, yep. absolutely. That. Yeah. All right, let's take a time out of the program back with final thoughts after these words. Man, staying in shape is extra challenging these days. Thankfully, there's Popeye Supplements Ottawa with great products and advice to help you reach your health and fitness goals. Popeye's is proud to be showcasing great Canadian brands like Mutant Supplements out of BC for the dedicated, for the hardcore, with top quality products like Mutant Mass or Iso Surge made with the best ingredients in the world. Find this great Canadian brand and more at Popeye Supplements Ottawa with six locations to serve you, or Popeye'sOnlineOrders.com. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house? How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk. And we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is a full service commercial and fleet dealership For years, Jim K. has supplied the Ottawa area with Ford work trucks of all sizes to get the job done right. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or moving, whether you're big or small, Jim K. has solutions. From the small delivery vans right up to the powerful F750 and everything in between. If you can't find what you're looking for, let the Jim K. team know, and they can likely get it for you at a price that fits your budget. Jim K. Ford. Uville Drive in Orleans or JimKFord.com. You know, one of the cool things about our list of sponsors is that I do business with all of them. I'm insured through All Insurance Ontario. I buy my vehicles at Jim K. Ford, have for a decade. I get a new bucket of veggie greens at Popeye Supplements every month, and I sold my house through the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team. And if you're buying or selling your home in the Ottawa area, I really recommend you give Glenn a call. Glenn helped us set the right price for our home. The response from the buyers was amazing. He also set aside a budget to help us with things like painting, cleaning, staging, and lighting. We got a ton of offers. Our home sold in less than a week for well over asking price. Connect with Glenn today at glennwalton.com. So it just got quiet here as we wrap up the show today, James, because it's been absolutely pouring rain for the entirety of the broadcast. And uh, it got me to thinking, because I kind of went, kind of went offside a little bit. I think, as far as some people will be concerned, in that I put up my Christmas lights and turned them on. And I'm wondering well, how do Christmas lights actually do if they're sticking straight up from your from your eaves trough, and it is a monsoon outside. Are they going to short out? Are they going to be destroyed? That's what I want to know. I'm going to go down and look as soon as we wrap up here.
1: No, what you do, Steve, uh, to figure that out. Uh, you know, don't worry about it too much. But to, just to check it out, get the ladder. Okay, get the ladder, and uh, so the bulbs. First of all, if they're sticking straight, you got to get those. You know, we got to try and turn them down. Uh, so have the lights on, and then just lick your fingers, Steve, and get down in there by the socket just to see if you can twist them a little bit and tighten oh, them.
0: Oh, I up. see. I uh, see. So you want me yeah. to get electrocuted? I yeah, see. Let's do uh, that with each one. If you get uh, if you get a little one, uh, do it again. See. Okay. I'm not happy again. for DJ. <laughs> I'm not happy for you and DJ anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. <yeah. laughs> uh, just, uh, what I'm a day, baby. Uh, by the way, our pool update for those who give a crap. Jim was the winner. We both picked our three favorites. We got four guys in the top 10. Pretty decent. You had first pick and nailed the winner taking DJ. You also had John Rahm, who was 7th. Sanders Shoffley, 17th. I had JT, 4th. He finished. Patrick Reed finished 10th. And Deshambo 34th. Funny, the most talked about guy going into the tournament barely made the cut on Friday. So yes, as you mentioned earlier, you get the crisp $20 bill, um, or maybe we'll go double or nothing next time. Huh? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You can hang it over. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. Yeah. And speaking of champions, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, I guess they're in the process of uh, doing the day with the cup thing in a weird off season. And I get the, the deal is going to be that they're going to be the first team in NHL history who will receive the cup, party it up, show it to their friends and family. And uh, they'll actually have their names engraved on the cup. Usually it happens just before the start of the following season well this year i guess uh that's how it's playing out which is kind of cool in that um get to you see get it. really emotional yeah. i'm sure you you physically see your name on the cup that's pretty uh a pretty powerful emotion absolutely
1: yeah absolutely that, that, that's a cool thing yeah i've been around i've been around guys <laughs> who see it for the first time and they uh they lump up for sure you know and did you go to of any of those people. parties
0: by the way with edmonton back in the day
1: no, no, no! I stayed home. Yeah, you know, uh, uh yeah. No, no, I wouldn't do that.
0: But, day with uh, the cup, day of thing. I know you went to the parties <laughs> after wins and things like that, but when oh, they yeah. actually had their day with the cup. Yeah, we did in La in Le Chute,
1: uh, nineteen eighty-six. Uh, Kevin Lowe's from La Chute. He had a big golf tournament uh, there that he had every year. So, <clears throat> how big is this tournament, Steve? So the La Chute Country Club is one of the oldest clubs in the country, and it's got two 18s. Okay. Oh. Uh, you know what it's like, Steve, you double, double shotgun. Uh, okay. Have, I don't know if you ever played in a tournament, but to have a double shotgun means there's an eight o'clock group. Okay. And then you finish and then there's a one o'clock shotgun. So you got right. double the amount of people on the, on the 18 holes. Okay. That's is a fun tournament or a competitive tournament. No, it's fun. It's fun. Okay. But, but most tournaments you would have played in Steve would be a shotgun start at one after lunch yeah. and then dinner and all that shit. Correct. Okay, So they do a morning and an afternoon. There's so many people. Okay, on both courses, Steve. Okay. Wow. Three hundred people playing this golf tournament. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, he had them up there for that that uh, right that tournament.
0: So yeah, one of them. very Gardner. cool. Uh, so, go ahead, ask 80, me. I was just, go ahead and ask you. Hey, James, as we wrap things up today, have you got um those uh final thought things well the final thought is uh so dusty who is this
1: rock okay this but can you give us a little bit dusty okay can you give us like even a little of the dry toothpaste on the on the mouth or something you know like even a little bit going i'm a little bit dry something uh do you see him (laughs) like like a little sign stevie like a bit of sweat stain or something steve okay like something dripping down Dry mouth, I don't know, but you know you're pulling your hair out. Like it, he said. You know, did you see that after uh, when I, on the 18th green? Did you, did you see Austin crying? I'm like, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> got, I want to one one day. I want to. You gotta gotta give us something about the nerves. But anyway, I did like the smile that he had because he he wasn't the last to finish putting. Uh, he he had a really short one, so he tapped it in, and then he had to wait for the other guys to putt out. And to see him on the side of the green, he actually did have, by his standards, a pretty big old ear-to-ear grin, right. looking very, very satisfied, looking very much like a guy who just realized a lifelong dream. So that was kind of neat. It's totally cool, man. Yeah, amazing day. Yeah, happy, yep. to be, uh, happy to be able to watch it when I did. All right, we'll leave you today with uh, CBS, uh, courtesy of CBS, that earlier, we mentioned earlier that montage Uh, clips of all these Masters champions just after they had won. So we'll leave you with that montage and we shall see you tomorrow, James. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. I don't know what to say at the moment. It's, well, uh, having to be such a tough quest to finally win, it feels that much better. Finally, made made a bunch of putts and that was what was fun. You know, I've never played an entire tournament with my A game and this is pretty close. I really
1: am so proud to have won this great championship.
0: It's the most nerve-wracking golf course in the world, isn't it? It's been such a long time coming. I can't tell you how fortunate I am to to win this tournament.
1: I'm probably as happy as I've ever been in my life.
0: To win the Masters
1: tournament is just an amazing feeling.
0: I just really don't know what to say to come back down out of the clouds one of these days. I never got this far in my dreams (laughs) to talk. I, I just couldn't be more excited and... You know, I'm kind of at a loss for words, really.